Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars Twilight Night Season 2. Uh, AKA the the part where John plays with props. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening. Uh, joining me today is. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you forgotten who we are? Wow. He does it in we a specific order. Jack. We... Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Jashulan, the Chiss Guardian, specializing in Sorcerer Defender and Protector, uh, who is down an arm and not full of walnuts. Mm. And go ahead and roll us some destiny. Don't know why there's difficulty there, but too dark. Because you didn't remove it. Yep. Also, I hit the wrong button, not the roll destiny button. Let's try that again. One light side. There we go. <laughs> uh, and Mara? Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Nariz, a droid, consular, healer, uh, Nimmin disciple, definitely full of walnuts, and one light side. And Jeremy? Of course, the moment that, I, that, that, that I'm grabbing aspirin mm-hmm. um hi i'm jeremy i am playing esty um uh, zeltron uh, uh something or other i don't know sentinel shadowy thing i'm a jigger um do dark side that fits my mood and holly where did my other aspirin go uh, hi i'm holly i'm playing uh vazia pure blood sith gia berserker and dark side and william i am william i'm playing corserath the cis pureblood makashi duelist who is slowly rebuilding his character his, his character's tracker for his specialization trees uh, and i am going to roll to light side all right this week the light <laughs> slightly overbalances the dark uh, and also, we'll I don't, that. I don't, I don't, we don't normally on these shows uh, acknowledge the chat, not because we don't love the chat, but because we want to make sure the experience is uni- universal for YouTube watchers. Uh, but I have to... And podcast. And podcast listeners, yes. Uh, but I have to uh, agree with uh, the Mask of Blackness and our Twitch chat that this is indeed Star Wars, the Queer Wars. Uh, <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You want, you want more gay in your Star Wars? Come watch us. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We have 100% more canon gay people in our Star Wars than the actual Star Wars does. That's not hard. That's a low... Yeah. That is a low estimation. 
<laughs> the Old Republic is still canon, so there are some gay people in Star Wars. <laughs> Kind of and that's a debate for another time. What's happening, anyway, dude? There's <laughs> definitely one in the aftermath book, which is a novel, which is canon. Yeah, there's one. 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 Uh, we still have more. Anyway, <laughs> yes, way more. We're like three hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, three thousand percent. Mostly gay. Um. Uh. Anyways, when last we left off. Speaking of mostly gay, uh, <laughs> uh, un- the Emperor of the Sith had been announced dead, and in his place, Darth Zakant had ascended to the throne, making her now Empress Zakant of the Sith Empire, which sparked a new, new, uh, sparked anew the confrontation between the Sith Empire and the Galactic Republic. <clears throat> and also led to them basically putting Narshida on lockdown uh, because when you have a fleet of uh, planet destroyers in space even the huts don't argue with you um, uh, while they search for rebel sympathizers or rebel sympathizers rebe- uh, republic sympathizers uh, that work with the accused, that were working with the accused assassin of the Emperor, Juan Jinimazu Zardun, the uh, previously known to be Exarch of the Twilight Order. The Twilight Knights took that as well as they always take news, uh, and uh, immediately got into a fight with some Jedi hunters. Uh, Jash got his arm almost half, almost completely torn off, and uh, they blew open, blew, uh, blew away an alleyway, and ran into the sewers. And on the other side, uh, actually in the promenade, in a completely different section of Narshada, uh, Asti found a note from Cassilian. Just where we left off. So we pick up with the group in the sewers. Well, I should clarify the bigger group in the sewers because you're both in sewers right now, technically maintenance areas. But yeah, um, Nereus, you had just investigated. You had just done a medicine check on uh, Jash's arm. Yes. And the the so the blow happened basically to the back of the this area, the bicep, tricep. Whatever, which whichever side of that it is, um, that's, that's I, tricep. Tricep. Yep. I said, <clears throat> I said it right. It was just in the you know. You got there eventually. Mm-hmm. It was my second choice. Um. Besides, just the chest. Maybe it's different for them. It's not entirely. Uh, it's just a human painted blue. <laughs> So the Chiss culture and human culture are exactly the same, except we have swapped the names for yes. two very specific arm muscles. Uh-huh. Other than that, identical. Yep. Specifically, plot Roman. twist, it's the Omegatoid. <laughs> Specifically, uh, uh, they're identical to uh, ancient Rome culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, anyways. Uh so yeah, the uh, the the lightsaber hit had gone through the majority of the tricep, completely severing the, those muscles, uh, and also uh, scarring its way th- halfway through the bone of the arm, or the bones of the arm, it's completely cauterizing the entire area, 
which is not a good thing. Um, and basically, Jash has lost most use of his left arm, uh, except for pained exertions of a few fingers. That is yep. not good. <clears throat> and your by by your assertion as a doctor, too much of it is gone to save the arm without extensive transplants that you would have to do relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the pristine medical facilities of a sewer where we find ourselves. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> this, is, this does not look good. Uh, we may be able to save the arm, but not here. We need to get out of here. Um, Sorry, when I say quickly, I mean soon to now quickly, okay. as opposed yeah. to okay. quickly when you start. No, no, no. Like, right. you got like an hour In and the a next half. hour, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, let's be on our way then. Our, the doctor might be able to do this, but what's his name? <laughs> No goodness. Something or other. Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. The Gand. Yep. <clears throat> Very well. If returning to our Gand friend is the most advisable course of action, let's um, get going. I'm trying to remember uh, because I, as the player, do not remember. Um, I had con I had told Esty where we were and what we were doing. Did we had have we decided on a course of action? I don't remember. No, you hadn't. You had just okay. You had basically given Esty a very brief uh, summation. That's right. It was a bad one. And the uh -huh. indication was to meet back at the doctor's uh, doctor okay. uh, doctor okay. Lucku, uh, ah, doctor okay. Lucku's clinic. Yes. That was right. the most. That was that was the most course of action you had determined was to meet back at Doctor Lucky's clinic. Do we know which direction we need to head? Do we know which direction we need to head, GM? <laughs> it's like no, or something? you have never been in. You have never been in these maintenance shafts before. You have a. You like uh, someone can give me a. Um... Let me pull up a character sheet here. <laughs> like a streetwise or survival someone could give me a survival check um hang on i'm trying to get the correct information here uh someone could give me a survival check difficulty four with a setback die Ooh, I'm very good at survival, by which I mean I'm not. I'll try it. <laughs> hey, whoops, still got a, just four failures. No big. Can more than one person make this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jash, uh, your arm hurts. Right, mm, I figured. In increasing frequency. Survival check, diff four, you said? Mm-hmm. With, with diff four with one setback die. Is the black one the setback die? Yes. Okay. Oh, gosh, not five. Hold on. Uh, got everything in order, yes. Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, none of us know where to go. <laughs> so, yeah, the issue is that you are in unfamiliar maintenance tunnels 
in an unfamiliar district. Like you have an idea of a direction, but with maintenance tunnels, there's no guarantee that like like if you if you were to walk in like the direction as the bird flies right now, uh, there's a wall. Avazia, you didn't have a dice pool in that. It was just your operation oh. pool. Yeah, once you once you set that, you then roll the skill. Yeah, go down well, your skills tab and then go down to survival. It's been a day, okay? It's been a day. There. there. I that still didn't do anything. Yeah. But so, you yeah. got an advantage. Like, you, 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 all have, you all have a general sure. you all have a general idea of the direction of the taxi cabs. Um, but again, if you turn in that direction, it's a wall. Hmm. So Well, as it stands now, I don't believe me being in front is going to accomplish anything, so... No. Unless you want to lose I'll... the other arm. Prefer not. Thank you. You're welcome. Ever the ray of sunshine. She always is. So you are currently standing in an off-flow... Basically, it's an off-flow tunnel... Um, the there's a sealed uh, uh, what's it called? Hatch. <laughs> yeah, there's a sealed hatch above you. Wheel hatch. Wheel hatch yep. above you. Um, that is filling with water. You can sort of see the through the through the the uh, the entryway that there's just water on top of that hatch right now. Um, there is you are on the side of the outflow pipe, so there's a there's a large smooth uh, uh um semicircle. Uh, off to your right on the on in in the ground, uh, the ladder there there is path beyond the ladder that you that some of you climbed down, um, but you see that it leads directly into what is a closed like bulkhead door, um, that's actually closed to seal off the outflow pipe as a whole right now, uh, and then the other direction there is a downward slope. That eventually curves off to the left while the outflow pipe splits into two. Yeah, she'll just follow wherever Corsarath and Avazia decide to go. <laughs> we don't know where we're going either. Sorry, give me that layout again, more time. Right. So you are currently here. Let me let me do a thing. You have a map. Not a thing. I don't have a map, no, but I can make one. I was going to say, we don't have a map, but we can do you a doodle. <laughs> I do have a tablet and a pen. But to describe it while I get this working, uh, you are in a downward-flowing outflow pipe. The upward, the upward slope is sealed off with a is up is sealed off with a um, bulkhead door. The pipe itself is a smooth uh, semicircle uh, gradient with a walkway on both sides. Uh, the walkway you are currently on uh, go, uh, slope, follows the outflow pipe down and to the left uh, at a point where it splits the outflow pipe going to the right and left. Okay. And then and it splits follows the outflow pipe. Okay. Yeah. So we're coming up basically at a drainage <laughs> T-junction, more or less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then knocking on the wall, is it solid metal on the other side, or does it seem like this this outflow pipe might be sitting in open air? Ding, ding. 
fairly solid from what you can tell. Okay. That might be filled with things. My, and just thinking uh, city planning wise, we're like in the central area, right? The Sith thing. Um, and if I'm remembering correctly, the doctor was not in the like inner area. The doctor wasn't even in this district. No. Right, we're in Shadowtown. It makes sense to me to go follow the easiest path and go down the outflow pipe. Not to foist off our troubles onto someone else, but this might be one of those things where we follow the outflow pipe until we're at least outdoors. And you being able to get in contact with Esty, we rely on our operative to steal a conveyance and meet us. Or maybe just uh, hire one. Hmm. Would be able to navigate much easier up above. But yes, I think it's. Things. I think at this point we need to keep moving before those saber droids decide to decide to start cutting their way through the debris I left behind. Uh-huh. Yes. So you oh, are well. Of, I'm gonna. I'm gonna suppress again because I stopped doing that, and that was a mistake. So you are there where that red lot, where that red dot is, or red line is. Okay. The, uh, They're so small. Yeah, it's a very big outflow pipe. That is the bulkhead. This pathway continues on that way. There's no immediate. There's no immediate um, like indication of down of like a, a way to get down into the pipe, except for just sliding down. It's theoretical. It is possible to to cross the pipe if you wanted to go in a different direction, but at the moment, there's sort of a single direction you can go. Yeah, she's going to vote. We go this way. Mm. Yeah, let's just follow the outflow. <clears throat> right. All right. So you follow... All right, you follow the outflow. Are you doing anything to contact Esty or... All right. Neary's. Uh... Yes. We're on our way. Okay. So, I just uh, right. basically like if, uh, ten minutes after you last contacted, you hear that. All right. Where are you? Where are you headed? Where are we? Where? 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 Friends. Okay. So just meet there. If we we are not sure the direction to go, the landmarks are few and far between down here. So you need a okay. Couple things. First, when you say mutual friends, is it the mutual friend we're doing the favor for, or the mutual friends we're doing the favor to? Two. Other way around, Mara. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh. Yes. If you're looking for the doctor, yeah. it's the other way around. Okay. Four. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. All right. John, I know from where I'm at very quickly how I can get there, right? Yeah, uh, like you okay. can you, to to Lakus, easy, very easy. With with us, our 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 communi- uh, communication signal. <clears throat> Could I figure out where they are? Uh, you would need some. You would need uh, some sort of uh, listening post or communication, like actual, like like hardware to to actually like triangulate the signal. 
but you could you have the signal so you you are you have two parts of the triangulation you just need you just need uh, a station to use to right. do okay. the triangulation isn't there a station where i just was no there used to be it's now an empty warehouse okay yeah cuz they fucked off out of there right yeah. right you have, right you have you have a method of getting to them but at the moment you don't yeah. have access to that right now you do know that there are like you're familiar enough with Narshada. There should be just like public terminals, right? You could use a public terminal. You could also you could also try to uh, muscle your way in, like, or stealth your way into like, uh, sec- like a Gamorian security room, which will also have the technology you need. You just have to get into it. How lost are you? Rather, I would rather not get lost. Time is of the essence uh, right now. All right. Um, I'm going to try to find where you are and guide you. Good. Uh, I'm going to need some time because I'm going to need to get somewhere. If you have a way that you are at least somewhat confident you can make progress in a particular direction, since time is urgent, I would suggest doing that. Just when you come to left or right, that's where you stop. We are already at a point where there is left and right. Hold, please. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Esty always defaults to a call center (laughs) slash receptionist manners. (laughs) Because that way, if there are people listening, you can't pick pick up on on clear verbal text and the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. comes back. All right, Um, I will. Stay where you are. I will try to be fucking quick about this. Ugh, okay. So which way? Uh, so what? What option are you taking? Um, because you have so you have two op- you have two options you have yeah, three options yeah, right now basically. Yeah. You can try to use a public terminal, which is not going to provide you any amount of cover or secrecy. Correct. You could try to find Cassillian, which will take time. Correct, which will take a lot of time. Or you could try to muscle your way into a Gamorrean outpost, which will be dangerous and loud, but or will be dangerous, but will provide you with cover and will be quicker. So the quickest is public terminal, but gives you no cover. Right. Um. Yeah, no, that is not advisable in our current situation. Due to recent events of certain individuals arriving on planet and in orbit. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. I'll. I, they're fucking Gamorians. They're not hard to get by. All right. Uh, do you want to get to a, a Gamorian security post on the promenade or in a different location or a different section of the city, of the, the planet? Depends on how, how well 
how secure the ones on the promenade are. So the promenade is not the most secure, but it is the most public facing. So it's like the third most secure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Third right. is third is generally yeah. 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 The alternatives are like you could go to the sector where Luckus is and hit one there, where it's you're closer right. to Luckus and it's a little more security. A, that takes quite a while. Yeah, that that would take a little bit. All right, so. Uh, you head up and out into the promenade, uh, getting out yep. onto the outer ring where there's more activity to cover your activities. Uh, yeah, I feel and... like in terms of security, it goes actual huts, houses, huts, accountants, general public. That's the order that they care about right. things in. Yeah. <laughs> and the promenade is where the huts and the huts accountants meet with the huts uh, marks. So right. It's... <laughs> um. It's the money laundering area. Uh, so uh, you, you get out to the outer ring of the promenade, um, which is where there's, again, there's more just more like foot traffic as opposed to standing around activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and very easily you can find, your, you find basically there's a pair of Gamorreans standing outside of a blast door that is currently open because they have no reason to close it at the moment. Uh, inside you can hear the faint pig-like squealing of another Gamorrean complaining about something. Uh, and the soft glow of data terminals. Alrighty. Um so based on sound and sight, you it sounds like there's three, maybe four Gamorians. Right. <laughs> One inside I can take out without a problem. I just have to fool the two outside, which is doable. Um I will They're, I'm assuming that they're not standing in a way that I can just like, like slip behind them into the door. No, they're like backs. To, they're like leaning against the wall, facing each other, chatting. You'd have to slip between them. Oh. A living target. Blah 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 blah. May not activate. I need to look at misdirect. Really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some destiny. There we go. Page two ninety six. Target does not perceive one object or being in silhouette. And I have a dice roller app now. So if I need to roll dice quickly for characters that I don't have sheets for, I can do that. Nice. And it's an official, like, uh, Fantasy Flight Games dice roller, too. All righty. I am going to This is not great. Um I will
Return, which allows me to make things disappear and only make one thing disappear currently. Um, or disappear to one person currently, because I did not. I don't see anything that says multiple. Oh, okay, there's for the there, there's for the additional targets is like way down the the. <laughs> um. I am going to. I could try to. I'm going to do a quick walk around this building, see if there is another way in. Okay. Go ahead and give me a, me a vigilance check. Difficulty right. two. Oh, good. I'm... Go well. Uh, difficulty two. Because <laughs> I'm assuming you're doing that casually rather than staring, yes. looking for yeah. You know. Yep. Nope. Uh, so you do spot you do spot um, a couple of other entrances that might lead into the same building that the security room is in. The issue is that the security room isn't in a standalone building; it's like part of the wall. Uh, okay, like it's like in a facade that's part of the wall. Um, and there's a couple of other like there's a couple of second story like doors um, that have like walk ups to them that go into the same general section of the facade. Uh, if you couldn't get, if it's not like a direct access, you could probably get into it through those. But there are definitely people there, you can tell. All right. I know what I'll do. Okay, so. I will drop the, drop the hood. Um... And uh, Este is Este is going to affect the personage of a moderately tipsy mm -hmm. very entitled. She's gonna adopt the 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 persona of Kendall from tomorrow's game. Okay. Um, and walk up, and just walk right up to them, and oh oh my god, you listen. This is great. Um, you. I've been looking for a place like this. My 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 communicator broke, or it didn't. Br it, it needs to charge. You've got. Uh, can I use your whatever's in there to charge my communicator? Did you go out to the Gamorreans? Yes, right up to All them. All right. All right. Go ahead and give me a. Uh, we're gonna make an opposed roll. Excellent. Uh, it's gonna be an opposed charm. Okay. Against their cool. Spending a light side point. And they're going to get a boost die because they are guards. Fair enough. Cancels out the boost die I have for for pheromones. For being so, difficulty two, both sides. Yep. 
Uh, do you have anything that uh, do you have anything that modifies their role? I don't believe so. Not unless I use forcey stuff, which I'm not going to yet. Right. Um. Yeah, I think it's just the role. That's three successes and uh, and uh, and a threat. They only got one success and, a, and an advantage, so you win. Um. So yeah, they. There's a bit of a confusion, right? But one of them very quickly wises up that the uh, the other one is like and ends up like grunts a little bit in Gamorian to them. Do you speak Gamorian? Uh, I would say quite probably, considering what she's done, what what she's done, and the amount of time she's spent in certain industries. Absolutely. Um, they are they are doing the uh, they are doing the stereotypical New York construction worker when a hot chick walks by in Gamorian. Yep. yep. Good. Uh, uh, and uh, one of them, and he sort of shouts back into the to the other, and you hear you hear a call and response. They're going to make a roll as well. Okay. Um, Solid Gamorian. Well done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> they wave you through. All right. <laughs> yes. There are four Gamorian. As you walk in, you see two more Gamorians inside. Um, one is one is appropriating uh, hot technology to watch a uh, watch a swoop race. Um, and I'm glad those were the next words to come out of your mouth because I was concerned what Gamorians might be appropriating hot technology to watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, very clear. There's like half. There's, this is a security monitoring room. There's there's like camera monitors and and things everywhere. Uh, and the uh, half of the camera monitors are currently watching a super race. Okay. So I just sort of slightly stumble in. Yeah, uh, look around. Over. Yep. One of them looks over towards you and, and, and sort of like in, in, in Gamorian directs you towards the, a, a, a charging outlet. Thank you. Um, I will walk over. Plug my communicator that is probably doesn't need to be charged in. <laughs> I had a couple moments pass. They're watching you and objectifying you, you can tell. <laughs> totally fine. Listen, well what well this well it's charging. Would you mind I I know this is, I know it's, it's, uh, you, probably it's your, your communicator or communication device. Um, but would you mind if I use that to make a call? I've got someone I need to get a hold of for, for, I tell you what, and I will pull out like a thousand credits. This will cover the this will cover the cost, right? Make a charm roll with an upgrade. Okay. <laughs> They're going to make a cool roll with a downgrade. Wondrous. <sighs> An advantage and a triumph, but no success. 
I mean, that beats their failure and despair, okay. so. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Mark off a thousand credits. They take the thousand credits and leave the room, closing the door behind, because they don't see how there's anything wrong with this particular establishment. Perfect. <laughs> and then I immediately start triangulating where the fuck they are. You like the door? Yes. <laughs> click, click. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have the room to yourself. Uh, Very ahead. quickly, unplug the charger before it overcharges and explodes or something. So, uh, your communicator is going beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a computer's check. Um, you will have uh, you will have an up you will have an upgrade dice for having the proper for well you have a you have a boost dice for having the proper facilities and you have an upgrade dice for actually being tapped into the Narshada security network. Okay. Uh, computers... Difficulty three. Diff three, okay. Yeah, these huts have a one willpower, so... All the successes. And a triumph. Nice. And a triumph. Right. Yeah, Gamorians have a one willpower and a one presence. Um. Yep, yep. Also, also right. a one cunning and a one intellect, but a four <laughs> brawn. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, uh, that was a charm roll you made. That was uh, what the hell? Much worse. Boo. Do you have anything that you re-roll? Uh, I don't know. I have. I have Codebreaker, but Codebreaker is doesn't do that. What does Codebreaker do? Um, Codebreaker like removes removes uh, setback set dice. Um. Oh wait, wait. Decreases the difficulty of computers and intellect checks made to break codes or decrypt communications. That's exactly what you're trying to do. So roll again with two difficulties okay. instead of three. There you nice. go. Pretty much what I got before, minus the triumph. Yep. Uh, which is fair because you're also minus a boost die, minus a, a yellow die. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you are able to very rapidly get a, get a beat on their location, and because you're actually tied into the security network, uh, you don't have you're not you don't have access to maintenance maps, mostly because the security department doesn't give a fuck about maintenance maps. Um, but you do have a general idea of where they are in the city uh, from that. If you were, to, if you had access to uh, any, any sort of a infrastructure map, you would be able to like GPS them with this information. Okay. Uh, Nerees. Yes. I'm sending you some data. It's not going to be incredibly useful unless you have maps. I will see if I can get a hold of one, but I know where you are. All right. I can't stay where I'm at, so I can't just guide you through. Right. Um, I can tell you, you are currently X. X meters and direction from where I am now, 
which is a security station on the promenade or security room on the promenade, if that is helpful. I will try to find some maintenance maps to see. I will have to go elsewhere for that to see if I can um, give you something to work off of. But if that helps you move, hopefully. Uh, with, yeah, with the data, with the data, you could at least, based on your your general understanding of where you are right now, mm -hmm. um, Neri's, you can't make you can't make a like a hundred percent determination, but you are assuming that continuing on the same side you're on right now won't hurt more than it helps. Okay, I'm gonna relay uh, that what what Estee just told me to the rest of the group, and then, um, good that that helps. We are going to move forward while you continue. Okay. Perfect. Hearing that maintenance maps are in need, Josh is going to look around and see if there's any terminals or anything looks like there's anything we could plug into down here that might give us a readout. Uh, nothing in the immediate vicinity, but you are in maintenance right. tunnels, so presumably there'll be We'll keep some... an eye out. Yeah. Presumably at some point you might find something. All right. So, while Esty extricates herself expertly from the uh, escapade yep. that just occurred, um, we will shift back. I can. There's a way to end it with an. I don't know what what I could have ended it with. <laughs> That's an okay. E, but um, some sort of explicit epithet. Mm. Yeah. We cut back to everyone else. So. <laughs> Presumably, near as you direct them to move on down where you're, from where yep. you're at. Mm -hmm. All right. Come here, you. There you go. There we go. That's what I needed. So. <clears throat> as you continue, <clears throat> you find yourselves. You So the, the tunnel curves down to the left, and eventually you come to a what seems like uh, it, it is definitely a, a a basin of some kind that is filled with rank, like still water, um, that this outflow pipe clearly feeds into. You're not certain what exactly the outflow pipe would be flowing, um, but based on the sort of uh, based on the sort of um, unhealthy light, unhealthy blue tinge that the uh, that the water has. You assume it's some sort of coolant system that you're in. Um, you are currently, as you exit out of the tunnel, on a series of crisscrossing catwalks, uh, which you will see momentarily as I first give you the... the outflow basin. You are there are a ser they you are currently on what are a series of crisscrossing catwalks over this coolant tub. Uh, that 
seem to go into several different like directionalities. Uh, you are currently on this one. And there are exits at basically each of the like extremes of this. So there's an exit that you just came through. There's an exit over here. There's an exit over here and over here and over here and over here. Got it. We have right. a crossroads. There are multiple exits. Uh, clue. Let, uh, let, let's yeah. say no. The group of you can give me uh, perception checks. Difficulty two? Uh, difficulty two, yeah. There is a soft, there's a soft uh, radiant glow coming from the, the pool beneath you. And these catwalks have seen better days. I'm distracted by pain. <laughs> I'm distracted by... Sure. I'm not distracted. I was watching at home. This brilliantly white light is what you can see. It, <laughs> if only it hurts. If only Have tablets, a wash. If only tablets could show up better on cameras. Uh, so, Avasia. You... See telltale signs. Uh, you don't speak Hatties, do you? No, yeah. she does not. So you see, there's a there's a number of like signage in this area that it's all in Hatties. So it's you're not able to parse much of it. Um, but you do you can tell that <coughs> over at this catwalk terminal, over at this catwalk terminus. Um, there is, uh, there is what seem to be, um, like signs of like security, like a, like a security office sign, what you would assume to be a security office sign. It, it, you know, it has like sort of the, um, it has what you, what you have sort of familiar, uh, internalized as sort of the, the galactic standard of like security here. Um, Signage. You can't read what it says because it's in Hatties, but you can. This it draws your attention more than anything else. Um. Uh, Corsera speaks Hatties. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, she will point that out. Looks we'll like look. some form of security office. Corsera will look and read the signage. It's a little bit hard to see. It's a little bit hard to make out from this distance. Your eyes aren't as good as Avasia's are. Mm. Um, but uh, looking at it, uh, it looks like it is a. It looks like it is a um, maintenance security term. Like there's a maintenance security depot in that direction. Hmm. That might be worth investigating. Corsaras says as he starts to make his way across to it. As you start walking on the catwalk. Like after a few steps, it wiggles a little bit uncomfortably. Mm. Be careful. And looking around, says. like it definitely looks like these catwalks it's... haven't been maintained in quite a while. Is there any other way to get across? What? How unusual for this planet. Mm. <sighs> Well, I mean, you could swim in the coolant if you wanted to find out what that's like. Not do that. 
Please do not swim. How, 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 Especially what are the astringent qualities to this coolant? Mm. Uh, you have to dive in to find out. Okay. Especially do not stream in the coolant. Can or swim I tell in the with coolant my medical knowledge? Gaping arm wound. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, you could give me a, uh, you could get. You could give me a. Either a survival difficulty two, or uh, a survival difficulty two knowledge core worlds. This is actually sorry, knowledge outer rim, um, or. Medicine, so knowledge out of room difficulty two, survival difficulty two, or medicine difficulty four. Okay. Because you're trying to med, you're trying to like sort of medically analyze something from a distance. Can Jash make the outer rim one? Yeah, if you want. Three successes. Mm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that if if like because part of medical training is like common common things that you might run into and I feel like like with engines and working on starships and stuff I might be have at least even if I don't know exactly what this coolant is I might have a general idea of what coolant would do to someone like the general coolants in use oh yeah so yeah if you're just trying to get an idea of general coolant not this specific yes. one difficulty uh -huh. too yeah okay I thought you were trying like this particular coolant. No. Uh -uh. All right. I don't think I get my thing, so I'll just knock those off real quick. And. Out of the on a limb and say hey. bad things. Uh, so. <laughs> generally speaking, spaceship, starship coolant, um, is very different from the kind of coolant you might see on a terrestrial uh, world, mainly okay. because it has to absorb heat in it has to absorb heat in a, in a situation that doesn't afford any uh, any extra heat expenditure. Like it has to be one hundred percent heat absorptive uh, in order for mm -hmm. it to be effective, uh, which means that mostly uh, coolant systems on starships are physical, not liquid. Uh, the okay. ones that are liquid tend to be tend to use a like a sub like a, some sort of some sort of coolant that can main that maintains its liquid consistency at sub zero like sub freezing temperatures, um, which means that generally speaking they aren't healthy to drink, um, but getting them on you doesn't always cause injury or cause immediate death for starship coolant for like properly utilized starship coolant in those starships mm -hmm. that use liquid coolant um yeah. it's everything else in the coolant that 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 hurts you it's the you know it's the heat from the the engines it's any any rust or anything that might be in it if the ship isn't particularly well maintained it is not cold here though so this is probably not starship coolant no it's very warm in here actually um do anything I know anything about this kind of coolant that would be a high, that would be style. one okay. of the other one of the other roles are a higher medicine All right. uh for Jash with the three um huts particularly are fans of the concept of uh lowest bidder mm -hmm. particularly in their infrastructure 
Um, they always hire the lowest bidder in their infrastructure. In the sure. in, in the outer in the outer rim, particularly, uh, coolant just has to get that heat away. It doesn't really matter what else it does. Whatever is the cheapest, most efficient way of absorbing heat and siphoning it away, which means that one of the most popular coolant uh, coolant uses in the out in outer rim infrastructure and in outer rim ships is a particular kind of coolant that maintains a remarkably low temperature without any external influence. However, the it's from a it's from a planet that is highly radioactive because as the temperature as the temperature of the liquid heats up, it becomes increasingly increasingly uh radioactive emitting ionizing radiation. Um awesome. Which has a very which has a you know if it's well contained within the coolant system of a ship, poses no real threat. It's when it leaks that it has a problem. <laughs> and of course, when you fall into it. Right. Uh, at this distance, you're probably not going to get cancer. Um, okay. But if you fell into it, you would probably die before you got cancer. Okay. So there's that. All right. Just die from the radiation piercing your brain, you know? Exactly. Or the heat, because this stuff is glowing, and you know how hot it has to get before it starts emitting emitting visible light. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that 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 kind of tracks. How long is the distance across this catwalk? <clears throat> like um, like in range bands. You are currently at. Short. Short. Medium, long, extreme, extreme, extreme. So you are three, like three steps past, you're two steps past extreme to the exit that you're looking for. That's a really fucking long way. Okay. So each movement, each, you know, each unit of movement moves you one range band closer. Generally, not a good idea to get into strange liquids. And starship coolant, at least, is not a forgiving medium to go wading through, especially when one is injured. Well, then it seems that we should get to wherever we're going on this catwalk network fairly quickly. And Maybe space out a little bit since these things don't seem to be super structurally sound. Hmm. I am made so, of metal and rather heavy. I should go last. And if force comes to worse, I may be able to wade through that. So this is this is a question for the for the store for the game master. Mm-hmm. In just about every Star Wars media, force jumps don't have a lot of landing force. No, yeah, because they, they it reduces the amount of it reduces the amount of force that you hit the ground with because otherwise you'd break your legs. It's both a boost and a cushion. Does it seem like force jumping across this distance, even if I have to make more than one jump, would be safer than just trying to walk across it? What's the distance you can get on your force jumps? Uh, 
I can spend force points to jump horizontally to any location in short range. So I can cover a range band with one jump rather than walking across the distance. You could jump to the exit in four jumps. Do I think that would be less pressure on the catwalk than walking across it? It's less about the uh, it's less about the pressure and more about the instant force. Because yes, it does reduce the amount of force to the landing of a regular jump, mm-hmm. which is still the force of the landing of a regular jump. So you're not certain. Um, yeah, it, it, you would be able to get across without it falling behind you, or you, you would get you would you would get, be able to get across without falling in. You've no idea if it would stay standing behind you though. Mm-hmm. But that would be a way to that would be a way to ensure that you get across. What do we think the odds are that there might be something in the security office that would be useful for crossing? Maps. It's a maintenance office, so it's a maintenance office, so maintenance letters. They will have maps. Uh, maps. As she said, that maps are what she needs to be able to try to give us guide us out. Clear, mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, which one of us is the lightest weight? <laughs> I can attempt to leap the distance in several jumps, but less than walking across. We can also possibly, I have been practicing with move, make you much lighter and basically help you walk across. What's the range on that? Uh, good question. Hang on. <laughs> let me look at it. <laughs> uh, short range. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't gotten any larger range yet. Yeah, I'm I'm two upgrades away from being able to leap further distances than short. We could at least get you to one jump. You would have one less. Essentially. If how we I don't remember if you said um, but how how far down is the pool itself? If I like walked underneath the bridge, could I still reach him with move? Um, it me? would be uh, the the pool the, the the top of the pool would be at a medium distance to you. Shoot. Okay, never mind. You don't. You can't tell how deep the pool goes. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. At least get you one. But I think. Covering this distance quickly and seeing if they potentially have tools to make crossing safer for others, and also potentially if we don't have to cross at all, other than myself, just a way for me to get back and maps for us to navigate elsewhere might be useful. But what if there's something in the office? And I will kill it. What if there are multiple things? Then I will kill them if they oppose me. Sensing a theme. 
Shall we experiment? Hmm. But I'm going to say that considering the state of repair this walkway is in, and I don't know that any living being likes to fall into this, I would guess there's no one in there. Start rummaging around inside my bag of holding and pull out a, I have an aquatic rebreather. I'm going to hang that to Corsareth. Just in case you fall in. If I fall in, I don't think my breathing is going to be my biggest problem. No. No, but it is one less problem then. I like how Avazia said no, like, I'm going to be your biggest problem. (laughs) (laughs) He will take it and put it on just in case. But it's just a little It's a little stick that you put in your mouth. Yeah. Mm And right. he, uh, does anyone have a better plan or any objections? I have many objections, but I do not have a better plan. I will leap the distance in right. several leaps. So, go ahead. Like, I roll two force die. I can't not do this. I might have to spend a couple of destiny points if I roll all dark side. You, you, don't, you, you don't have to roll for this. It's not a combat situation. Um, well, you don't have to roll that, at least. Uh, I am going to have you roll coordination. See if the if the walkway collapses behind me. Coordination, difficulty three, to see if you can land perfectly each time so the walkway doesn't collapse behind you. Mm-hmm. Coordination, difficulty three. That'd be great. Be four jumps, so four rolls. Uh... Sure. This is not going to go great. I'm pretty certain this walkway is not going to be standing after I'm gone. Well, you never know. And you can also, if you have anything to modify the rules, you can do that now. Do I have anything that modifies coordination? I don't think I do. Destiny points. I mean, can I apply enhance to both of these? Like, can I apply enhance to my coordination? I don't know if enhance affects coordination. You have, it depends on what ranks in it you have. I think I just have the jump rank. Which would be no. Yeah. Like, yeah, enhance can affect coordination, but you have to have a specific amount of points in it. No. Well, let's uh, spend the destiny point on the first one and see how it goes from there. All right. It's a triumph and nothing triumph else. Is, triumph is not a failure. What would you like to do with that triumph? Um, I would like to avoid having to make more coordination check, but I'm not certain. How that <laughs> would I'll say, I'll say, you can make the next one more structurally stable, so you don't have to make a second one. Mm-hmm. So the first two. <laughs> You land, land, leap. So now you're on your third jump. So go ahead and make a roll. Anyone mind if I spend another destiny point on this to keep this walkway standing? Go for it. That's a success. Success and a threat. You land and you hear a ping as one of the railing falls loose. But the catwalk stays. 
And the fourth one should be at the office then, right? The fourth one is to another catwalk that you're then going to duck into the exit for. So you still have to land on a catwalk. So give me one more. Uh, does anyone mind if I spend our last destiny? Or hold on to it? I'd hold on to it. Okay. Just, yeah. just yeah. in case. It's a threat. No, no failures, but a threat. Threats on a failure. Again, bring one rail falls off that last one, and you duck into the you duck into the exit. Uh, you find yourself in a uh, a small uh, corridor lined with various valves and pipes and things, and just a little bit of ways set into the wall, there is a door that has the sort of the Hutties maintenance sign on it. Okay, and I will check the door. It doesn't seem to be locked. Just in case, lightsaber in hand, not on, but just in hand, just in case there is something in there. Yep. And then open it. Push open the door. And you are in what seems to be a fairly dusty uh, office. There's a variety of terminals available, <coughs> as well as some like physical like like maintenance manuals and things like that. Um, and there is uh, a large powered-down assault droid sort of like just covered in dust uh, in the back of the room facing the door. It's this large quadrupedal, uh, it's a large quadrupedal um, combat droid, basically, with a humanoid torso and two large arms that are just guns. Uh, Fairly triangular head, just powered down, sitting at the back, not moving. Does it react to the door opening at all? Nope. Powered down, and it doesn't seem to have a charging station anywhere nearby? I mean, it's on a charging station, but it's powered down. Does the charging station seem to be active? Can't tell. Debating whether it's a good idea to just not push it or just try and eliminate the thing before it turns on. You? I'd rather be facing the bad thing if it turns on than have it get the jump on me, so I'm going to try and walk up to it. Okay. You walk up to it. Does it react? No. Can I see a processing unit or like central power core? It's very heavily armored. Any sort of central, any sort of central power core is going to be on its internals. You won't be able to see it from the outside. From the outside, is there an area that looks like center mass, like where all of the important bits would be? I mean, you imagine it would be like this, where those sort of where the um, just above where the uh, the rotate the rotational mechanism for the like hips area. So like somewhere like if it were a human, somewhere like guts area. But it's a massive like it this thing is this thing is um like a uh uh a droidica that was bullied in high school and went to the gym for five years. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just Can I visually surmise whether nothing has more than a lightsaber cuts through? Yes. It does? Okay. No. You know, it'd have more than ten armor? Mm-hmm. 
now that I'm closer, can I tell whether the whether the charging station is active? You can't tell visually, but there is the there is the hum of electricity. I prefer to think that the that the droid went through Vita ray treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Yes, at the moment, not doing anything. But you can tell there is, there does seem to be some sort of power flow through the charging unit. What would you say the range band of this entire office is? Is it, is it just the engaged range, or would it have more than one range band? Uh, the door would be short range. So, like, standing in the door would be short range? Mm -hmm. Yeah, from the, right. at least from the droid. Mm -hmm. You could probably get medium if you, like, it's, it's, a, it's longer than it is wide, so you could probably get to a medium range band if you were, like, on one, on, like, the left-hand wall, looking at the right-hand wall. Mm-hmm. If this thing turns on, I would want to be in its face and not giving it the opportunity. May not turn on. It is an ancient security droid. Where would you say the distance from the nearest terminal and such would be from the droid? Still unengaged? Um, yeah, it would still be engaged. Cool. Yeah, it's like right. I will the, keep the an eye on the. Like if you think, uh, here I, uh, I will. I will clear this and give you an idea. Uh, basically, the um, like there's a there's sort of like a uh, the the um, there are two terminals flanking the walk up to the droid. Basically, so if the droid is. Here, there are terminals and equipment lockers on the wall on the uh, in the uh, right and left hand corners. So it's like there's four terminals flanking you on the left and right. Each at the far end of this sort of corridor between the terminals is the droid. The door is at the side, the end that you're at. Um, and then spreading out to the left and right. It's a little bit wider than this than, than you can see on here just because this is a square. Um, but I'll start much. checking one of the terminals. But if I hear so much as the hum of something powering up or the creak of a or the creak of a metal joint both lightsabers are going into the droid yeah and the uh the range band that would be engaged cool 
All right. So you're going to we'll say we'll say that one. Uh, so go ahead and uh, yeah, you go over you power on the terminal. It takes a minute. It's old. You can sort of feel the vibrations as the terminal powers on, and some dust shakes off of it. And you have a security terminal here, a maintenance security terminal here. See if I can download it in local area map. Yeah, yeah, you're able to get you're able to get the uh, maintenance maps very easily. You're able to get the maintenance map for the Shadowtown area. Cool. Download that maintenance map. Mm-hmm. And then shut the terminal down immediately. No reaction from the droid. Nope. Are there any tools in this area that look like they'd be useful in either stabilizing the bridge or ignoring it entirely? Uh, so you go over to the equipment shed, um, one of the equipment shacks, uh, and look inside. There's a variety of there's a variety of maintenance equipment in here. Lots of you know handheld manual tools. Uh, there is also a there is also a pair um, two in each two in each um, equipment locker of uh, wall grinders, which are basically they are um, you know in uh, I think it's in Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess mm-hmm. in the desert temple. You have that little, like, spinny thing that you get on and sort of grind up rails all around the temple. Yeah. They're like small handheld versions of that that slot into, that basically slot either around pipes or into specially designed grooves that will carry you around the wall, specifically designed to allow maintenance workers to get to harder-to-reach areas of the... of the. Uh... It's the Bioshock Infinite thing. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> the the design they're designed to let workers get to harder to reach places on the walls without having to cart in bulky equipment. I'll take those. All right, so you have four. You have uh, 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 four um, maintenance rail grinders. I will leave and shut the door behind me. You can shut the door behind you. I'll walk back out. And see if I can see those maintenance rails around. Yeah, there there are very clear like grooves in the wall that you can that you can ride along, um, and there are also like you also can tell that they can adjust to go along pipes as well for areas where those grooves aren't don't exist. Yeah, I would like to take one of those grooves back. Yeah, to so... avoid even stepping on the catwalk. You sort of plug it into a groove, a a, a extendable pole sort of drops down from it and puts out two foot two sort of uh, foot rests. You put one foot on it and ride along the wall. You all watch as Corsarath, not very quickly but safe, mostly safely, basically does a uh, uh, goes around the wall, stops at a door, goes up. Over, down, around the wall, stops at the door, up, over, down. Unless you decide to disengage, step off, and get on, and re-engage again, but... I will avoid interacting with the catwalk in any ways at all. Before he gets back to where you all are at. Found a couple yeah. of useful things. That's convenient. Mm-hmm. Find a map. I found a map. I found these. I also found a deactivated battle droid with armor thicker than a lightsaber can cut through easily. Fascinating. 
Jess is like, I found a new arm. <laughs> Droid arms and <laughs> prosthetic arms in Star Wars, I believe, are fairly different things. I don't know. Tell that to General also, Grievous. Well, the arm itself may have... I'm looking for a replacement not to make myself a full-on cyborg with just my internal organs stashed in little jars. Legit. <laughs> also, while, while uh, the droid arm may have a lot of strength to it, that doesn't give strength to his shoulder to be able to hold this massive <laughs> super-armored <laughs> arm up. I just like the idea that he's like sort of dragging along behind him until he needs to shoot something and then... Onto a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic, like, seven very... upgrades to difficulty on stealth roll. <laughs> I'm very good at crushing cans just with this one left hand. It's like, it's, Bar- right? it's Barrett's gun arm, like, but, like, leveled up oh, a thousand. <laughs> but worse. <laughs> Um, it's uh, uh, near as you asked question about Cortosis. Uh, if, if it was Cortosis armor, because I know we've been looking for that. It's possible. No, I, I'm pretty certain it was just really fucking thick, though. It was really fucking thick, but it was covered in dust. You didn't really examine it close enough to tell if it was made of Cortosis or not. Just like thickness I, alone, you were pretty certain it would take you a minute to get through it. I, I didn't examine it, but it was incredibly thick. And mm. considering the properties of Cortosis, you don't typically need to make it the size of a brick. Right. Well, regardless, we're not exactly in prime salvaging circumstances anyway. No. As he waves his lightsaber in his non-dominant hand. So let's just get out of here as quickly as possible, shall we? Right. I uh, upload the... Uh, I, I hand over my data pad that has the the, the, the service maps to Nerees. Plug into that. Uh, SG, we have maps. I can send them to you. You're muted, Jeremy. Sweet. Perfect. Send them along. I will tra- I will transpose and I will send you a rope directly out of where you are. Good. Um, I proceed to do that. All right. It doesn't take much once you've got the maps. I see you've already got the information. I use my I use my mad Photoshop skills. Yeah. I hand out one of these wall grinders to everyone else. Uh, it does take you a few minutes. Um, like it's not hard; you don't have to make a roll, but it does take you a few minutes uh, of just sort of coordinating. Um, but you determine, <coughs> uh, you determine that basically they need to. There's a there's a few different turns that they need to make, uh, and that there are two different routes that they can take. They can very quickly get back to the service level if they want, or they can follow the maintenance shafts all the way to a taxi pad. It'll take longer to get to it than it would to get to the surface, but it will be obviously safer. I mean, except for the inherent hazards of traveling to the maintenance corridors. Um, but if they get up to the surface, they could get to the taxi quicker, but then they'd have to also dodge Jedi hunters and Imperial troopers. Yep. Oh, you are Relay. all provided this information. Yes. Uh-huh. Make that decision. <coughs> I feel like it would be ideal for us to remain underground and out of sight as far as possible. Uh-huh. Probably what? 
going again. You are able to hook into this uh, grinder as well, Nereus, because it is designed to be usable, usable by droids. Um, okay. So the four of you are able to get back over to the main, to the uh, the security post because the the route, both routes given do go past it. Um, do you want to inspect that droid any further? Um. Now there are four of you there. Jash will no. give it. Jash will recommend giving it a look at least. Okay. So you go back. Since in. we can get all four of us there safely. You take a look at with this. all four with all four of them there. Of course, Wrath will let someone else examine the droid, and we'll just stand there with lightsabers off, but in combat position. As will Avazia. I'll examine it then. Uh, so yeah, you can give me a. Jash will too. You can give me a. Either a warfare, a warfare roll difficulty two, or a mechanics roll difficulty two. I'm gonna do mechanics. It has. A I'll power do warfare source. then. It's sitting. It's sitting on an active charge pad. Please don't disturb it. <laughs> Advantage. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. Josh, you can tell this is an ancient battle droid of some mm-hmm. kind. Like, this was not built by Huts. They found it and co-opted it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all you can really tell. Definitely a repo droid. <laughs> um, Neres, the armor is Cortosis. Um, it's also thick. You can tell mechanically it has a soak of 15. Um, 15 cortosis. Damn. <laughs> Which means that a lightsaber's breach doesn't apply to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not make this thing up. So we they wouldn't be able to hurt it at all. Around with this droid. Uh, this nearies to you, this looks kind of like renditions that you've seen of, of an ancient, of an ancient Mandalorian droid. It's the precursor of the Basilisk droid. Um, this is. A, this seems like it's a. It, you're not certain if it's Mandalorian make specifically, but it reminds you of, de- of details you've seen, sort of casually perusing data, uh, of an ancient Mandalorian <clears throat> battle droid specifically designed for combat against Jedi, like masses of Jedi. Um, this is a Jedi sweeper. This is Cortosis. This would be very useful to have, um, but taking it apart and carrying it with us will not be easy. Can you determine whether or not this thing is likely to activate and what would be the necessary stimuli to do so? Do I know that from my role? You could probably activate it from one of the computer terminals um, if you wanted to. Uh, it would it would definitely activate it, it definitely was something that would have self preservation protocols. So if it was attacked, it would activate automatically. Yep, yep. Um, if it if it is attacked, it will activate. If we turn it on from one of those terminals, it will activate. But it will most likely attack. All right. Well, this might be a later on when we have six functional combat limbs yeah. between us. <laughs> You yes. do you do note that there is you do know that there is a um a uh, restraining bolt on it. Oh, but I don't know what the restraining bolt what would I know um 
it would it, it could still attack. Restraining if that's, if that's so, what it's programmed to do. Restraining bolts are data injectors for droids. Okay. They over they they are they're basically like a um an override switch. They they are they are an override command. Uh, they are an override command. Uh, uh like protocol override basically mm-hmm. you put a when you put a, a restraining bolt isn't just like a, a magnet that you stick on droids when it's stuck to a droid it injects uh, an amount of code into the droids programming that prevents it from doing certain things mm-hmm. um theoretically anything you can program a restraining bolt to uh adjust the behaviors of any droid to do basically anything how can... difficult it is is it to do that if you have the pro- if you have access to the proper software or proper like the proper uh, uh, utilities, it's very easy to reprogram a restraining bolt. That might be on the security computers. Presumably, if it's controlled from here, you imagine that you could also that it's controlled via the restraining bolt from here. With that restraining bolt, we might be able to command it to come with us. Actually, I would not mess with it. I'm going to I lay don't out... think that it would be capable of crossing those catwalks without falling directly into the coolant, would be my guess. No. <laughs> yes, however, we're not heading towards the catwalks again. We're heading down stable walkways. I'm going to lay out the risks and rewards for you to determine for yourself, and then I'm going to let you decide whether or not it's a good idea to play with this thing. The reward is a pile of cortosis. The risk is that this machine, outfitted with armor that we cannot pierce, wakes up and tries to kill us with guns that are very large. Again, my my current stance is if we find ourselves in a position to revisit this location once we're at better capacity and more prepared, then we do so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully with a computer and or droid expert that we have either hired or learned how to do ourselves. Mm-hmm. So let's keep moving, to, unless to, anybody to, has to counterpoints. Clar- to, to clarify the pros, it's not just that you get a pile of cortosis, you get a pile of cortosis with a mean streak and program to kill. Mm-hmm. Which I mean may be useful in certain circumstances. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Unless, unless we think we have the necessary computer and programming chops currently to turn this thing directly to our side. My in intelligence, which case... my intelligence is baseline at two, and I have no ranks in computers. Is any rocking better than that? My intelligence is a lot better, but I don't have any ranks in computers. Nope. Nope, I have mechanics. So unless Josh feels confident in his ability to reprogram a restraining bolt, I say we move on. What would the difficulty for reprogramming a restraining bolt be? It would depend on whether or not you have the appropriate suite of software and tools. Gotcha. Yeah, we're not gonna mess with that then. Like you'd have to you'd, keep you'd moving. Have, have... I mean, we've established that you can check the console if you want to look at it. Oh, okay. Josh will go over and look at the console and see without actually directly interfacing with the droid. You power up the console, 
um, mm -hmm. it would be a difficulty three roll. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, not. Vazia is leaving. Not impossible, but not easy. This is not yeah. state of the art droid programming suite. This is turn it on. <laughs> yep. 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 You know, if if we have the time and space and environment to come back, we might come back later. Precisely. Especially now that we have the maps to get back here. All right. Continuing. That droid has a silhouette of three. <laughs> I believe it. All right. So, you continue on. It takes you a few it takes you a few hours, but you are eventually able to get to <coughs> without any further complications since you now have directions in a map. Um you are able to get through the maze of the maintenance tunnels and find yourselves to a taxi cab. Or at least to a taxi platform. You as you emerge from the maintenance shaft climbing up into the into the public once more you see that there has been an increase in security. Um, where previously you saw the occasional patrolling Jedi Hunter, uh, there are now... You're, you're sort of past the checkpoint at the moment where you're at, but you can see that there are four Jedi Hunters standing at the checkpoint into Shadowtown. Watching. Not looking at you specifically, but sort of watching people that are coming in and out. And there are stationed, like, there is a, a squad of troopers stationed at each. I'm glad we did not go above ground. Let's go. Alright. A lot of you rapidly acquire transportation back to Dr. Lakus. So, it's been a few hours. Jash, the pain in your arm has increased substantially by this point. Uh-huh. Uh, but the group of you meet up outside of Dr. Lucku's building. Yes. Jash's face is... A, he's, he's behind his helmet, so none of you can see it. But his face is definitely a weirder, paler blue than normal. <laughs> Knock on door. Stop. How's everybody doing? Josh is heavily injured. We need to get to the doctor now. Yeah, Vazia just points at Josh's arm. Yes, that was me using humor as coping. I can I can see yay. Josh, Josh will give SD a nod. <laughs> uh the door to the like the the, the you you yeah, you go through the you go through the the external apartment complex down the hallway, down the, the dank hallway to the door. Bang bang, the little robotic eye shing, shing, shing. and in Hutties goes, Who is it? Customers. There's a light scan that goes over you, and then a more tight focused beam over Jash. Enter, door shing, opens up. Step Presumably in. you all go in. 
Yep. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, you go in, and you are once again in the impeccably clean warehouse of Dr. Laku, um, who very rapidly approaches this small gan with the with the uh, mechanical uh, voice modulator. <coughs> Welcome back, and I see you managed to get yourself into trouble, he says, looking at Jash. Yes, well, the Sith Empire has decided that it's going to have a new Empress and has made its presence known. Yes, yeah, we were looking answer. for your files. Hmm. Did you find them? In the process. Hmm. We are narrowing down. However, imminent problems made themselves known. Looks at Jash, sort of takes a, a bit of an intake through the. You sort of hear the the air the air filtration system spinning. Yeah, well, we're not going to do a credit check now. Come on. And he sort of drags you back towards the, the uh, surgery chair. Good answer. He, he's... Jash will let himself be led and seated. He, 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 you know, he's an intelligent Gan. He knows that he's not going to get the thing he needs if he lets you this one die. And, you know, cutting off an arm and you know, making sure everything is nice and clean afterwards is cheaper than getting rid of a body. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jash, you hit you uh, you lay down in the bed, and a face shield comes down. Uh, your helmet is removed, and a face mm-hmm. shield comes down, and and you pass the fuck out. Yep. Stay, I'm I'm by his side at this point. And Doctor Lucku begins a very rapid. Uh, 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 he explains to he explains sort of casually as he's going that uh, there is a infe- that that an infection has set in in the arm, like in the wound already, mm-hmm. um, and that likely Jash has been getting increasingly t- increasingly hard to tolerate levels of pain for the past little bit, and that it is beyond saving at this point. Um. So he removes the arm. It's fair at the wound or further up at the uh, a little bit above the wound. So a little bit above where the damaged bone is, um, just below the shoulder. So cool. mm-hmm. you now have. Hang on one second. You can remove that critical injury you've got. Because now you have a different critical injury. Okay. <laughs> Good news, bad news. You swapped one now for you, the other. Now you have the missing arm critical injury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I will find the details of momentarily as soon as I can find my books, unless William wants to read it out. Uh, Maimed. Target cannot perform actions that will require the use of that limb. All other actions gain a setback die. Yep, there you go. When, because the number of critical injuries affects, like, critical injury rolls, does that, is that one permanent now? It cannot be doesn't go away like after a certain amount of rest. Uh, that one will go away. Not, that that one will no, go no. away. 
That one will go away once the arm is replaced. Okay, gotcha. Until the arm is replaced, it does not go away. It does count. It does still count as a critical injury. Okay. Do you have prosthetics here? Uh, <laughs> prosthetics are made to order, and not really a thing I make. Right. Like I can install them if you got one, but I don't make them. You don't want to try to. You don't want to try to slap on a secondhand prosthesis. Trust me, it doesn't work. Got to be made to the person that's getting it. Otherwise, you might as well be strapping junk on your arm and tying it to your nervous system. So, getting a cybernetic replacement. How much does that usually cost? Uh, there is a price list. Hang on, ten k, ten thousand credits. Yes, Jeremy. I am exactly one thousand credits short of being able to do. <laughs> what do you know? I have eight thousand credits on me. <laughs> I love the idea that Esty was like, "I could have bought you, but I accidentally bribed a Gamorrean." <laughs> oh, there was no accidental. About I mean, not that. accident, but yes. Where are the credits <laughs> listed on our sheets? Uh, character hey. info. Yep, okay. character info tag. They're only listed there if you've added them in, which by asking the question, I feel like you might not have. I have not. I'm not sure how many I have. I didn't, we all didn't have Assuming I'm broke because I haven't gotten any credits since I got brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Oh, wait, I have way more than that. I Sorry. I, I haven't touched the credits that I had personally because I was keeping track of the car, of the of the spare Imperial credits as their own item. <laughs> Because they were a different currency than I was used to. And now I can add them to my current credits. Because I had been tracking the cred sticks, the like the extra cred sticks on my assets and resources page. Mm -hmm. Do you still have those, though? Oh, yes. Yeah, you still have your credits. So I actually have way more than that. And other question for me as the medical character. Mm -hmm. uh, put it, uh, installing a cybernetic arm, is that something that I can do? Or would we need to like stop by a place like this? Um, like you can do it, uh, but it's better done if you have the, the correct facilities. Okay. Yeah, and basically, like basically when you when you install a cybernetic when you install a cybernetic replacement, you have to install the connector, which mm -hmm. ties into your joint, which ties into your muscle musculature, nervous system, and skeletal structure. Yeah, to yep. provide a firm, solid mount, and also to provide all the connectivity you need in order to operate the arm and provide it with power. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that can be done on the fly, and is on certain worlds. But not something you want to do on the fly. Okay. <laughs> if I recall correctly, you can get the like the the really important custom part is the part that attaches to your arm, and then from there it's just kind of a base that you can get several different prosthetics fitted to easily. Yeah, you can modify others for it. Yeah. But that base is the custom made part. 
Yeah. The thing that turns your arm from a stump into a receptacle for a prosthesis. Yes. And Jack is currently at stump level right now. Mm -hmm. Bandaged stump level. Yay! At least it's bandaged. Out for a while. Yeah, so yeah, Josh is still unconscious at the moment. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Junk, uh, uh, Laku comes around. All right, so he's not going to die. But like I said, you're gonna have to you have to find your own customer. You know, cybernetics. If you want me to install them, we'll work on that. So this whole uh, shindig. Interfering with your operation? What happened with the arm? Unfortunate circumstances, he says, not dead pointedly, not looking at anyone else. Uh, we still have our lead. We can still continue the hunt. Good, good, good. Because uh, with Imperials poking around, you know, things get a little bit spicier and uh, really don't want information in that list getting to Imperials. Particularly when they have a new Empress they want to impress. Understood. I think given this current situation the Republic officials will be hiding out. Or extracting. Yeah, that's not good either for, as far as our recovery operation goes. Unless your information is of particular import to the Republic, I doubt that they'll want to hold on to the data streams of a small-time doctor, even no matter how black market his connections are when they're leaving the planet. My connections ain't just on the planet. I guess we'd better get a look. Uh, also, if it goes, I have the uh, the droid that you came across looks like that, but with four legs instead of two. I put it in Slack. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. no, fuck it with that. Fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, nope, not messing with that thing. Don't want to wake it up, are you sure? <laughs> you want to go wake it up? He could be, he could... No, I want, I want y'all to wake it up, but I want to stand back and watch and laugh. He could be shaped like a friend. Yeah. Uh, that is he's... not friend-shaped. It Bears are friend-shaped, the... deceptively, but friend-shaped. Friends come in all shapes and sizes, William. Did you just say bears are friend shaped? They are. They're deceptively friend shaped. <laughs> that was the that was the sentence there. They look large and round and fuzzy, but they're not friends. Okay, that is a fair point. Firepower from that though would make our job considerably easier. Uh, 
last seat do you happen to possess hitherto unplumbed talents in programming and computer operation? I've got some. I'm not unskilled in that area. Josh will describe what he saw on the monitor of a three difficulty reprogramming task that might end up giving us a, a ridiculous Jedi murdering assault droid on our side or could backfire horribly and pit the five of us against it in a confined space. Does that sound like something you'd be interested in tackling in our spare time? It's made not- of cortosis. <laughs> If it's not on our side, that's an active reason not to. It's not currently, but apparently yeah. it could be. Hmm? No, that's definitely no. not. Also, how are you feeling? Warm and lightweight. Good. Uh, I smack you upside the head. All right. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you again, too. That's for apparently downplaying the fact that you were probably in severe pain. Thus, doing that. The light cranial trauma has decreased my pain significantly. Thank you. Should I do it again to help more? No. Because I will. Even on the other side. Yeah. All right. My physical status at the time was a secondary concern of getting out of the theater of peril. And the theater of peril has some really great shows, though. Like <laughs> Spider-Man in the Dark just got done playing there, and I thought you said really great shows, <laughs> <laughs> not fucking disaster. Also, it's also it's turn out the dark. Sorry, that one. Whichever. Yeah. Spider-Man Into Darkness. Dark. That's what we're talking about, Return right? Turn off the dark? Turn off the dark? I don't know. Anyway. anyway. Spider-Man's stupid title. Um, see, here's the thing about that. Mm-hmm. It's turn off the dark. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing about you saying that. Very possibly true. That said... If we don't have all of the information we need to make that determination, especially when someone is, I don't know, in severe pain, possibly dealing with some blood loss, maybe not necessarily thinking straightly, we don't have the best judgment on that in that situation. You did a dumb. Don't do a dumb. Very well. All right. Shall we allow Josh to heal for a minute before making a brief diversion towards requiring a cybernetic? I doubt that's the sort of thing that we can simply wander down to the promenade and pick up on an afternoon. This is Narshada. Precisely my point. Also, 
you do raise an interesting concept with that. This is Narshada. What could possibly be so important on this planet that the Empress decided to pay a personal visit, Moon? That's what I've been thinking. Huts that have information for a start. Who do you think knows who do you think knows everything about everyone? Imperial intelligence who sends reports to the acting empress. Where do you think they get that information? The acting empress who needs to show up personally for the debrief? It's not easy to intimidate a hut. Avazia will look at Corsera. Is it possible she knows you're here? I doubt it, otherwise the message would have been somewhat more direct. But yes, if we are. have the resources to oh. acquire a cybernetic replacement for my latest dietary weight loss regime. That would be much appreciated, but... I feel like we can manage that. Priorities being priorities. I'm still capable, and he spins his saber around in his right hand, although with a bit less facility. I'm sure we can kill two birds with one stone. Other question is, the longer we wait on finding this... Uh, information for Dr. Wafu, the harder it will be. They have already upped security significantly. They have. At the moment, however, we are still in the Empire's good graces. <clears throat> are we? We do still have symbols of Imperial, uh, of imperial uh, reputation. What was our and... plan again? It, there were like multiple layers by this point, and I do... <laughs> we are like... Imperial agents, something. We had been effectively sidelined from Thief Taker Goodwin's investigation, I believe. Yeah. Yes, but given... Well, we had been given the the symbols of good... uh, The symbols of reputation that came from that, which helped us look around. Yes, we are going to be more or less on our own for finding our targets in Shadowtown. Which, congratulations, we will have to get back into there. The problem with... Remind me, we just have credentials, right? Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically like, you know... Um, you have credentials that allow you authorization into certain areas of Shadowtown. Right. In order to pursue... But they don't give you any authority. They just give you, they just give you access. Access, yeah. The problem with these credentials is that they have a certain level of 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 we had a certain level of advantage because I I don't know how else to put this than the empire wasn't here. It's not going to be nearly that easy. They are more likely to be scrutinized. 
they may even have databases here that, that that make it a lot easier to check that kind of thing. But that's the thing. The credentials are valid. Yeah. Because we got them from Thief Taker Goodwin. The credentials are valid. Your excuse isn't. No. For for, I mean, for 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 Ezzy's point. Technically yeah. speaking, our excuse is valid. We are still hunting rebels. To... I don't like this idea, but it may honestly be better. We, we may honestly just want to lilo until we can get it, sneak our way off this planet and then find another doctor to get your stuff out. Because this mission just got, this job for him just got a shit ton harder. It's going to get harder going in the other direction too. There's a, there is an Imperial fleet in orbit stopping all traffic. Mm-hmm. I like my odds of our credentials getting us past Imperial checkpoints more than I like the odds of our ship getting out of that blockade. Right, but either A, that blockade's going to leave, or B, it doesn't... We're never leaving this planet anyways. Like, the blockade being there doesn't affect whether we go out and do what we need to do in order to get the hardware removed. That's just an obstacle that's there regardless. As I see it, we can either... Dr. Leko is our only option on planet, and getting off planet isn't an option, so I feel we have to pursue the avenue, the only avenue that seems accessible to us. If we have not finished and the blockade leaves, that is probably the point for reevaluation, would be my guess. The other problem that I can foresee is that if the Empire is starting back up the war, Terrace is about to become a war zone. Which is the only location of another doctor we know. If we know, we can. Wait, I thought the other doctor was on Zeost. <laughs> no, you escaped from Zeost. Yeah, Zeost was where um, Fluxati's base was. Was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm, my notes are all wrong then, because the last time we talked about Terrace was when. Pantir had called for the Archons to convene, I thought. Yeah. No, that was that was Dalaran or Onderon. I say Dalaran. Onderon. Alderon. Fucking. Okay. Anyway. Carry on. I'm getting planets mixed up. Yeah, the, the, no Je- the, the Jedi doctor who we know can do this surgery is on Terrace. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which is currently under Imperial control, but the Republic wants it. Regardless, we can't get to Terrace right now. There's a blockade. <sighs> Fair enough. Uh, it's up to you guys. This is like... <clears throat> you, you're the ones who are probably going to be more likely to be recognized. And, well, 
hardware's in you guys at this point. So it's so it is one hundred percent your guys's call. Jash goes to scratch his face, misses, switches hands. <laughs> I. I am I am of the mind that we will get more done continuing in our actually legitimate hunt for Republic spies, which is an actual boon to the Empire that we have established is the reason we are there than standing around. Um Neary's. Mm-hmm. Make a make a warfare check difficulty one. Okay. Two successes. The Jedi hunters took pictures of you. You're thinking. You're you're thinking about the information that you yeah. you have that you might be able to provide for actionable intel, and yep. you remember seeing their eyes flash mm. and the moment you didn't think about it but now that you've yeah. had a moment to think that was a sig- that was a data transmission was right. it just Neri's or was it everyone that got caught there uh, you saw the eyes flash when you saw the eyes flash you Jash and Avas- you Jash and Avasia were visible the Jedi hunters have pictures of us well, that's ruined that then. Our credentials are meaningless. Yeah. At that point, yes. Do they have pictures of all of us? No, me, you, and Josh. I'm going to have to replace my helmets, aren't I? Some spray paint? That's pretty easy to do. They'll look through they'll look they'll be able to look right through spray paint. You'll need a different helmet. Yeah. Travel through the tunnels again, but that is we have maps now. We have maps and tools if we want to try and land on the outskirts of Shadowtown and maneuver through the sewer system. I would be fine with that. <clears throat> Unless we can finagle away off planet and leave this issue in our background. <sighs> we are waiting right now for our ride to call back. Mm. Well, what can we do while we wait for our ride then without getting too in-depth? And Josh kind of turns towards Esty since cloak and dagger stuff is more her area of expertise. Now, our ride is from Black, uh, Black, Black Pyramid. Pyramid. Yeah. So we can, lo- we can track down... Based on the information I grabbed, we can track down Cassillian. 
that seems like a task that we can accomplish that will put us less in the in the empire's sights. Yep. And there is maybe not a great chance, but a not 0% chance that, that he may have some way to get us off planet. The other... <sighs> I can try to... You know, the deal that we signed with uh, Cassilian is actually now no longer a fake. It's just a matter of the fact that their proposed transport into Republic space is now impossible with a, with a blockade in the air. Yep. I can try to work some old contacts... I won't necessarily be happy to see me. Get us? Hmm? What will these contacts get us? Apparently anything from a place to hide for now to up to the lady get off planet maybe? Seems worthwhile to look into. I mean, probably. Um, hold on, I'm reading some things real quick. Uh, Between the two options, I am personally more fond of Cassilian. I would like to make sure that he's all right. We should definitely do that regardless. There is a not 0% chance that the people that I would try to make contact with could have a little bit of a grudge. Shall we go with the more direct and we know who side everyone is option and hunt down Cassilian? I'm on board. Indeed. Yes. If our trip back into Shadowtown is now compromised by the fact that Jedi Hunters know some of our faces, then let's avoid that entirely until we can get off planet to Terrace. Is he in Shadowtown still? No. He was never in Shadowtown. Shadowtown is Imperial territory. Then do we need to go back in there? Nope, not unless we want to finish this job for Dr. Lucky. We'll keep that on the back burner. Yes. Right now, it's very easy to just say, oh, yeah, you know, we're trying, but, uh, you know, it's very difficult because empires, you blame the empire for, for why we're not making much progress. To be quite frank, it would be incredibly easy if we decide that it's time to to simply cut communications and leave. Yes. Since we are on this planet and we can buy a fair array of things, we might want to pick up an arm here. Cybernetics. If we can find someone, we can see what we can find then. 
yeah. none of the none of this solves that problem that there's still devices in some of us. No, it doesn't. And that's again, it's your guys's call. There's got to be somebody off planet if we can get off planet. Cassilian might get us in with that Jedi. Yeah. Yes, Cassilian could potentially get us to Terrace, maybe. And I so can Black Pyramid if you've managed to full pull. Cassilian <clears throat> might also know other people. Like the two exactly. options that you have are just the two that Black Pyramid yeah. knew off the top of his exactly. head would be able to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. <coughs> and if Cassilian doesn't help, can't or can't or won't, then I guess I'll be. We've got Lucku to fall back on, and. And your they, context and as the well. The Jedi hunters only have some of our faces. Yes. Theories of Asia and Jash. Yes. Which leaves and my Jash's seat. helmet. And Jash's helmet. Which leaves, <laughs> he which pops leaves it off. I'm in disguise. <laughs> which leaves myself, which leaves myself, Esty, and a differently helmeted Jash as potential options to continue the search for Dr. Lucku. Yes, or I, although... Or I could be a reckless combatant like the rest of you and just go in with my head naked. It is important to indicates note... indicates that his helmet is... <laughs> it's important to note that they don't need to have seen all of us. We're on the people who have come here's radar, probably. It would be dumb for us to suspect otherwise. Indeed. And if they've seen some of us, they know we're all here. Jash pushes himself to standing. Well, let's go look <laughs> for Cassilian then. Yep. But if it comes to it, we know who has the best odds of being able to maneuver in Shadow Town. So. With the clues that you have that you were left behind, uh, the map that you were left, uh, ST, uh, you put together that they moved off the promenade. Um, they actually moved down below the promenade to uh, what... It's called Outer Surface. Um, it's basically the uppermost tier of the, built of the uh, megastructure that is Nar Shaddaa. Below the floating megastructures, but basically there are two level. There are there are several layers to Narshada. Um, <coughs> the layer that everybody lands on and that most people stay on is the floating megastructures. Is the upper the upper layer, the landing zone, the 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 landing sort of atmosphere of Narshada. Then underneath the floating megastructures are the uh, the outer shell of Narshida, and then it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And the deeper you go, the more dangerous it gets, because hut control extends to the upper to the floating megastructures. Everything underneath is wildlands, basically, but. In Gangs and whoever form. happens to be able to control something. Yeah, whoever, like, the, you know, rule of, you know, the strongest survives, basically, down there. The trick is, taxis don't take people down there. Mm-hmm. Only automated services go down. So you have to figure out a method to get down there. 
which, as you're thinking about it, is probably why they moved down there, because it's not easy to get to. Even if you know, I mean, we could always we could always borrow from our friends in the armored thirteenth or whatever the regiment number was. Ironclad thirteenth. Yep. Yes, the ironclad thirteenth, and just take a taxi at gunpoint. <laughs> or we find someone with a disposable means of conveyance that they're willing to part with. If we have, if we have disposable resources, I'd rather save that for your arm. Uh, we haven't even established if there's anybody on planet that makes these. Well, why don't we check the promenade as one of the locations that is still ostensibly neutral until the Empire decides what they're doing with it. And also one of the more popular business places in Narshada for a potential cybernetic shop. Very well. Since it's also above the place we need to be. All right, so you, you get a taxi to the promenade. And it doesn't take very long for you to find. There are actually there are three cybernetic there are three different cybernetics uh, manufacturers in the promenade. Hmm. Um there's a Huttese manufacturer nope. who makes relatively cheap, <laughs> makes relatively cheap uh, cybernetics. Um, you can uh, this is this is this is sort of the individual that sort of outfits Gamorians with their cybernetics. They're very mm-hmm. rough and not very elegant looking, but they tend to be fairly sturdy, and hmm. uh, you know will have uh, will 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 always have some sort of weapon function uh, attached to them. There is a, uh, there is a, um, and there's a Zerka, uh, a Zerka Corporation, the remnants of Zerka, I should say, uh, that produces cybernetics as well. Zerka, fairly standard, fairly uh, ubiquitous, not going to have a whole lot of bells and whistles, but it'll be functional. Um... And then there is a, there is a Starwave cybernetics, um, in a, a manufacturer, which tend to be a little bit more expensive, but they can do anything from obvious to uh, to obvious to organic seeming prosthetics. Um, and if you, you spend a little bit extra, they can put very they can put a few special uh, attachments onto it, depending on what you're looking for. Hmm. So, well, as the person with zero money, I'm going to leave that decision up to everybody else. So <laughs> mechanically, mechanically, if you get a Huttese, if you get a Huttese cybernetic, uh, it'll be obvious cybernetic, and it'll be an obvious cybernetic, and you will be able to attach a a weapon to it. Okay. Um, if it is a uh, if it is a circa cybernetic, it'll be the standard price. Um, it'll be either obvious or organic seeming, uh, and that's it. And if you go with a star wave, it'll be a little bit more expensive, but you'll also be, but you'll be able to add a weapon and weapon mod into it. Huh. How expensive are we talking on the star wave prosthetics? Uh, 15,000 credits instead of 10. Half. 
you were saying something about you have. Oh, I I have eighteen thousand. Okay. If someone would like to go have these with me, then it would be even easier. Uh, do they have do they have choices between mod five and mod six? John, pardon? Do they have choices between mod five and mod six, or do they only have one model for Hang these on, let me, corporations? Let me pull up real quick. Uh, page one eighty two. Basically, mod five means you get a plus one brawn. Mod six means you get a plus one agility. Because <laughs> that's how cybernetics work. You also get an attribute bump. <laughs> Or characteristic bump for this system. Yes, you're a guardian, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, you... Do you fight? Uh, you still fight with Bron or with the intelligence? No, I I fight with N. Mm. Uh, so you know, it's not going to affect my saber skill, but other stuff will be. The Huttese, the Huttese brands are only mod five. Okay. The Zerka brands are only mod six. The Star Wave is either. Okay. What would you prefer, Josh? I can gain facility with either. Uh, Given my capacity for things, if we're looking for something with a weapon implant, mod six would probably be easier would give me we could put some that would give me possibly some ranged facility with it mm-hmm. if we're looking, looking for, for just hand. all indeed if we're looking for just all around use mod 5 would be fine uh, and also basically mod 5 means i get better athletics yeah zerka, and resilience zerka zerka and um starwave also offer the prosthetic limbs which are just 2000 credits but don't right. do anything and you special. don't get any won't get anything special so yeah yeah if we want to go super cheap we can just you know slap a prosthetic on there instead of a cybernetic but we got you covered all right would you like to split the price of a star wave sd or simply go for a zirka Sorry, I wasn't paying attention which ones the uh, which ones were named which ones. The fancy ones because work Wave. ones. Yeah, Star, yeah, Wave, Star yeah. Wave is the fancy expensive one. Yep, 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 yep. Only the best. I can pay eight if you want to pay seven. Works for me. All right. So because with... at this point we might as well have something that is the best in our situation, and it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> All right, so Jash. Yep. Uh, for the Star Wave, your options are: uh, you can have it equipped with a holdout blaster built into it, uh, with a slug thrower pistol built into it, or you can have it <laughs> equipped with. Where is the other one? There it is. Uh, or you could have it equipped with a. Uh, you can have it equipped with a basically 
built-in Cortosis gauntlet. Only on that one arm, though. Or a built-in shock glove. I feel like Josh has been gunning for anything and everything Cortosis since his character's inception. <laughs> he kind of has been. Because Cortosis <laughs> Gauntlet would basically give me the ability to soak... Well, actually, it would... what would the actual stats on a Cortosis Gauntlet built in on that arm be? Let me pull it up. I'm trying to remember which book that's in. In the core book. Okay. Uh, so, a Cortosis Gauntlet. Um, hang on. There it is. Uh, so, when a character makes an armed, when armed with a lightsaber, makes a combat check targeting an opponent armed with refined Cortosis gauntlets, uh, three threats or a despair may be spent to cause the lightsaber to short out and deactivate after the combat check has been resolved. When a character armed with refined Cortosis gauntlets makes a combat check targeting a character armed with a lightsaber, the attacking character may spend three advantages or a triumph to cause the lightsaber to short out or deactivate. Um... The lightsaber may be reactivated as an incidental, but it may not be reactivated until after the last initiative slot during the next round. So you can, occasionally you can use the Cortosis Gauntlet to short out a lightsaber. Uh, okay. By it, with that hand, in addition to that, with that hand, and only that hand, um, you would get a plus one damage for any punch, for any brawl checks you make. Uh, mm -hmm. It has a crit four. Um... And it has the cortosis quality, which means that it uh, it it can it can soak lightsaber strikes, not you. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah, he'd go for the cortosis gauntlet on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a cortosis a cortosis prosthetic uh, is going to be an obvious cybernetic. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be any hiding it. Um, Fine with that. I sort of show mm -hmm. you an example model, and it's this sort of. Black iron, it's sort of a black steel um, with gold and silver filigree, like just sort of uh -huh. decorating all up. It's very fancy and very like ornate and expensive looking. Okay. <clears throat> and surprisingly light considering the, considering the material. Uh huh. And that'll be red. That uh, this, uh, uh They'll be able to. They'll be able to fit you with a temporary prosthetic immediately. The um, uh -huh. the like the the fitting the fitting for the uh for the uh, uh implant is doesn't take very long to do, um, uh -huh. but the arm will take two days to create. Okay. So you have a temporary prosthetic limb until that's done, but excellent, cool. That'll be helpful going forward. Uh, since it's the, he's if they're going for the cortosis uh, gauntlet implant, he would go for a mod five since Braun is going to be all right on the brawl side of things, and it's kind of built more for that. And if that's okay. You can all you're also going to be able to uh, install a mod. Uh, so if you want you can you have your choice because you're going with a because you're going with a cortosis arm um you have the choice of going with let's see 
Uh, you can take the Stun Pulse uh, mod. Mm-hmm. You could take the Superior Weapon customization. Uh, or you can take, or you can add a serrated edge to it. Uh, let's see. Stun pulse is. You can't add a. Gives you, it, you, it, you, it you, gives you, it a stun two quality. Yeah, okay. you, you can't add a weighted head to it because it's meant to be your arm. <laughs> right. And that would make sense. You off. <laughs> All right. Um, your left hand is significantly heavier than your right hand. <laughs> what does equilibrium mean? Right. Okay. Now, if it was a hut arm, you could definitely add the weighted head to it. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They just like put a brick. They just like you know. They just like attach a shovel to the backhand of the of the of the arm. Um, serrated edge would effectively give you like finger knives. They just like yeah. He would honestly probably take the superior. All right. Yep. That would yeah. That would he'd he'd go for the superior weapon on that one. So you're going to have a superior refined Cortosis cybernetic arm. Mod 5. Cool. So we'll have the superior quality and all the things that that gives. Uh, it'll have the Cortosis quality uh, and it will be a cybernetic Mod 5 arm. Awesome. And that's 15,000 credits. 15,000 Republic credits. With it seventy five seventy five. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. That yes, that is half of fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was willing to go eight seven if you wanted, but okay. Nah, we're good. Add an extra five hundred credits then. And two days. Wouldn't that be 7,500 credits? As I said, 7,500 each. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I heard 750. I was like, that's low. Yeah, 750 <laughs> each. Yeah. You right. add that up, and it's 15,000. 15, Absolutely. It's Neo Euclidean math. I see. <laughs> well, having put it in order with two days on the clock for that arm. And a prosthetic in the meantime. Uh, and now with the task of figuring out how to get below the... the uh, uh, the uh, Why have I forgotten the name of the... Cromenade? Cromenade. That's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye. Goodbye.